You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. Are you ready to blab with me? Grab a front row seat as I adventure through motherhood, build my career, and not lose my shit. This podcast is a place for women to come together and relate through the highs and lows of business and motherhood, keep it real, and learn some new business tips and tricks while inspiring each other to do the dang thing. So close your eyes and take a deep breath, mama. You found us. It might not always be pretty, but you can count on one thing. We are in this hot mess together. Business and motherhood can feel so lonely, but you don't have to do this alone. You're not alone, mama. If you're looking for support and a group of women who get it to run alongside you while you grow your business this year, then you have got to check out Boss Ladies and Babies headquarters. This space was created for working mamas with babies at home by a working mama with babies at home and is tailored to support you in business and in motherhood. Imagine if you had a place where you felt seen, heard, and supported in both. Yes, it does exist. Are you ready? Your bossy village is waiting. Just head to the show notes to learn more. Welcome back to Boss Ladies and Babies. How is your new year going so far? Is your new year momentum picking up still? Are you starting to lose steam halfway through the month and kind of fall off the wagon a little bit? Either way, this episode today is going to give you that boost of energy that you need. I am so excited to share this episode today and get into it. So let's go ahead and get started with the highs and lows for the week. So my high and low are actually based around the same thing. I got to escape for a kid-free afternoon slash it was it was several hours kid-free to go wine tasting on a little girl's day with my mom and my two sisters. My youngest sister is here from college over the holidays. Um, and my older sister had some time off work. My mom had some time off work. And so we decided we were all going to go, uh, up to Seattle and enjoy some wine tasting. Now I don't drink very often and I have not been away from the kids hardly at all, specifically the baby. And also I, if you know me, you know I'm like a germ freak and have been having a really hard time transitioning back into the world after COVID. And so going inside to a place with in public without a mask is like a big deal for me, which I know probably sounds silly to a lot of you because so many people have already moved on, but again, anxiety, right? So this was a big deal for me. So packed up for the day, left the kids with my husband, had all I have a huge freezer stash of milk. Had that all ready for my husband to feed the baby. I brought my pump with me. I was able to pump in the car and just had like from noon until like 10 o'clock at night, total kid free relaxation, girl time. And it was so, so, so much fun. I loved every minute of it. Uh, the wine tasting was super fun. I was able to like not get too drunk because I started shoving off my tastings on my sisters and uh, was able to drink water, you know, I just all that because I was so paranoid about like, I don't want to be hungover and, you know, all those things that come along with drinking and especially if you don't do it very often. And so, yeah, it just was like such a fun day and it was so good. Things have just been so hard for me recently, like 
My daughter's at a really hard age. The baby is still not sleeping great. I've been dealing with some stuff personally, like I mentioned last week. And so it just like everything has been hard, just hard everywhere I look. And so to go and take several hours for a day of just fun, low key, light, not hard felt so great. Now my low to go along with this is, and this is one of the reasons why I don't really drink, is I woke up in the middle of the night with terrible, terrible, terrible anxiety. I think they call it hangxiety, right? And just like 3, 4 a.m., woke up, heart racing, sweating, just anxious about literally everything. Like, did I drink too much? Was I? Did I seem too drunk? Like, did I say something stupid? Did I hurt somebody's feelings with something I said? Like, should I not have fed the baby when I came home? Like, was it okay that he drank bottles all day when he's used to nursing from me? J- literally anything that I could have had anxiety about. Like, am I going to get COVID? And, and then that's going to be all my fault because I chose to go out without a mask and have a day away from the kids. And am I going to bring that home to the family? And is somebody going to get really sick? Like literally irrational, horrible, horrible, horrible anxiety. Uh, that actually fed into the next day, and it was it was intense. And um, I know a couple other people I know they get the same kind of thing after even like one or two drinks sometimes, um, which definitely happens to me as well. It never used to happen to me when I was younger, but it definitely is something that I deal with now, like pretty badly. So that was kind of like. I had such a fun time and such a good day and it was so worth it until the anxiety kicked in. And I think that even if we weren't wine tasting, I probably would have had like some similar anxiety just being away from the kids and, you know, just like with all the COVID stuff and my anxiety is just so high right now. Um, I think that would have happened anyway. And then also just the wine tasting added that extra layer to it. So that was rough. That was like such a high. It turned into such a low. I was fine the next day um, after. Like I went wine tasting. I had the anxiety that night. The whole next day I had anxiety. And then the day after I was fine. So I don't know. I'm I'm wondering if anybody else suffers with this like anxiety. Um, even though I wasn't really hung over, it just was like, it was definitely amplified from drinking. So that was a bummer. Um, and so with that, I would say that my mental health score for this week right now, probably about a four um, because that was just so rough. I got so anxious and I was just overanalyzing everything. And so that was a bummer, but it's okay because, you know, it's a new day. We, we come, you know, it ebbs and flows. And that's why we're talking about mental health on the show, because I think last week I was like at a seven or an eight this week at a four. And that's, that's fine. And it happens and we're here to talk about it. So um, that was rough and I got through it. And so I'm working on my anxiety for sure. Um, but yeah, just it was just one of those things. So that's my highs and lows for the week. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the show and switch gears a little bit since that wasn't like the most positive. I do have to say, if you are a mom and you're home with your kids 90% of the time, please take the break. Please take the day away because even with the anxiety that came with it, it was such a good day. It was such a good pause from the hard of life. And I definitely want to be doing that more often. So if you're listening and you haven't had a break or a day to yourself in a long time, please take the break because you not only deserve it, but you probably really need it. So we'll leave it at that. 
Now, like I said, if you're needing a bit of an energy boost this time of year, like we are well into January, that excitement of the new year might be wearing off. I am going to give you that boost today with our guest. So please keep listening because she is full of energy. And after years of feeling stuck and being miserable and hating the way she looked in pictures and playing the victim card very well, our guest for this episode began her health journey back in September of 2015 and was amazed to find a system that really, really worked. She dropped 20 pounds and went from being a mom, very jaded and negative to an energetic, motivated and positive mom who now helps others feel and look their best. Her mindset her mindset also shifted as she embraced personal development and went from playing the victim to knowing she is in control of her own happiness. And she is now a wellness warrior, helping others to create healthy bodies and bank accounts. She also helps people understand that being healthy is not just what you put in your mouth. It is also what you put into your mind and the people you surround yourself with. And that being healthy does not mean depriving yourself. And it's all about balance. You can have your cake and eat it too. And her motto is that being healthy is a lifestyle, not a life sentence. This episode, we covered so much from mindset work and having fun in life to healthy, balanced living, not just what you eat, but your health in general, to secondary infertility and her journey with that. This guest is also a member of Boss Ladies and Babies headquarters, and she keeps the positivity going. She is such a light, so full of energy, and is so good at what she does. So please help welcome to the show, Karen Cooper. This week's Boss Lady Business Spotlight is Marissa Peterson. Struggling to learn SEO or not even sure what SEO stands for? This how to learn SEO in 30 days or less will finally clear up your confusion and get you started on the path to increasing your traffic as well as your income. Head to the link in the show notes for a 15% off discount code for the SEO course from Marissa Peterson. Karen, hello. I am so pumped to have you on the podcast today. Welcome to the Boss Ladies and Babies podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm, I can't even, I'm so excited. Okay. Okay, me too. We have a lot to cover today, so I want to jump right into it. So please go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell everybody who you are, what you do, what makes you a boss lady. We want to hear all about you. Oh, so much. Um, I'm Karen Cooper, and what do I do? I am a wellness consultant with Isogenics. What does that mean? It means I help women specifically, but people in general, uh, help, I help them up-level their health, mind, and finances. And what makes me a boss lady? Um, many things. I'm a mom. But what makes me a boss lady is I initially started my health and wellness journey while I was still working full-time in corporate America. So I was working a full-time job, being a wife, being a mom and having a side business as well. And just all the juggling that I do, I think makes me a boss woman, quite frankly. Yeah. I mean, that that sounds like a lot. I can't uh, imagine having like the corporate job and doing what you're mm-hmm. passionate about on top of all the other things that comes along with motherhood. And wow, that's amazing. Yeah. How long have you been out of the corporate world? Uh, since 2020. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, that seems to be, you know, a, a, a silver lining from COVID, right? That's what yes. a lot of people were able to jump into what they really do. Oh my gosh. Okay. 
I love this. I have so many questions for you about what you do with isogenics and what a wellness consultant really means and your journey and all of those things. But before we get started, we have a new segment on the show where I ask my guests to rate their mental health on a scale of one to 10. So how are you feeling today, Karen? Oh, Lord. Um, I would, I'm feeling good today, but I have to be honest. And I mean, I'm generally a happy go. I am. I'm a happy go lucky type of person. But what I will say is this, I, I think I'm in like at a six or a seven. I'm not, my mental health isn't awful, but it's also not great. So I'm, I would say middle ground. Okay. I would say middle ground if I'm being very honest. Yeah. 60, 70%. That's, you know, yeah. that seems to be kind of like the general vibe from people I'm talking to these days. I feel like there is a lot of that middle of the road kind of mental health going on. I really think that you just have a lot, we all have a lot going on that you don't necessarily see. Exactly. Exactly. And it's not, it's not a terrible place to be, you know, sometimes it can be really bad. Sometimes it can be really great middle of the road. I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I love that you mentioned how, you know, you're generally like a really happy and positive person. Cause that's one of the things that I want to talk with you about today. And part of why I'm so excited to have you on, because we've talked before about how your energy is just so contagious (laughs) and how you're just so positive and fun. And I just love chatting with you every time we get face-to-face, especially. And I've got to bet that a lot of that energy that you bring with you comes from mindset, which we actually talked about on our show last week. Um, But we're going to start again today with mindset. And I would love to hear from you on how you stay so positive. Even when your mental health is at like a, you know, middle of the road, 60, 70%. It's so work. It's I daily. I work at a daily. Like I'm not even, I'm completely serious when I tell you it is a daily, daily practice. Um, And I want to also say um, being positive. It's not like the toxic positivity. It's, it's, you know, I work hard at seeing the good and focusing on um, that aspect of it, changing the perspective, looking at the empowered version of the story and things like that life isn't all rainbows and butterflies. I totally get that. Believe me, I totally get that. So it's not like that. Um, Cause there were days that I just don't, you know, I just don't um, have it. Um, but how do I do it? Um, I meditate daily. So my daily, I have a morning routine that I do every day, legitimately every day on the, and if I don't do it for whatever reason, it like screws up my day. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> so I, I have, I journal in the mornings. I do different like goal settings and stuff like that. But the very first thing I do is meditate for five minutes. I actually set my phone on vibrate and I set the alarm for, uh, I stop watch whatever it is for five minutes and I close my eyes. And to me, meditating used to be like, Oh, and like all the things it's not like I learned is really about, you know, I count to 10. I start one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10. And if I go past 10, it means I'm really relaxed. Um, And I just sit and kind of, you know, let whatever happens happen in, in there and calm. And then I just do some journaling and things like that. And I do some visualizations as well. Um, I, I, I am statements and I do a, like a, also a card poll. I have, um, so uh, I don't know the name of the cards, but I have like a card poll um, and stuff like that. So that's about 15 minutes every morning that I do that. So that helps me stay positive. Um, and I watch videos. I'm actually in, I work with Tracy Litt in her mind magic program. So I'm like actually in a personal development program. <laughs> yeah. So that it's, and it's a daily and, but when my mind shifts, because our thoughts 
are assholes mm -hmm. um, sometimes. You know, I do have the, I'm not, you know, it's not to say that I don't wander and that kind of a thing, but I have a toolbox that I can take out certain tools that I, as I need them to try to maintain the positive attitude. And honestly, one of the other things too, laughing mm -hmm. and dancing. Yes, you and your dancing. I love it. <laughs> it's all of that. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, well, yes. thank you for, I mean, your vulnerability with that too, because, you know, I feel like so often it's easy to look at people who are like, like when you think, when I think of you, I think, oh my gosh, she's such a happy person. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to look at these like happy people in our lives right. and feel like, oh, they're just, they're just happy. Like, I wish I could be like that. And I love that you're being so honest that it doesn't just happen. Like you have to work towards it. And you know, it takes a lot of work and sometimes you're just not going to be happy. And I really like what you're talking about with your morning routine and how you're breaking that down because so many people who are just like crushing it in business and in life have mm -hmm. morning routines that have several pieces of what you're talking about in their routines. And it really shows that stuff like that makes a really big difference even though sometimes it feels silly or sometimes like for me, I, I hate meditating. I, I cannot do it. And which okay. is why I need to do it because my brain is like all over the place. What's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? And it's so hard to like calm that down. But the more you practice and you, right. and you're patient and you take the time to make that choice to mm -hmm. work towards that mindset, I guess, right. is, you know, kind of the key. It, it, it was, it was really, I used to think it was hokey crap, all of it, honestly. And, but it really became, and it's like, I know people like, you know, the hustle and the, and actually one of the things is actually also ease. Like take time to relax is also part of it too. Mm -hmm. But it really became, even if it's just 10 minutes, even if it's just one thing to do for yourself, because a lot of times, especially as moms, we don't. Right. And it's just like, no, we get up and we go, we do and stuff like that. But it really does kind of set, it does not kind of, it sets the tone for the day. Mm-hmm really really does it's hugely important yeah and everything you said I mean you said that takes 15 minutes and it's like yeah. it's it, I'll be the first one to say it can be hard to find 15 minutes mm -hmm. but when you look at your priorities and right. you know this is a really big priority mental health and happiness right. and how you are yes. moving through your day like that is a big priority and so I think mm -hmm. it's important sure. to make sure that that's like something that gets reassessed to the top of right. the list so agreed Absolutely yeah, agree. Definitely. I love that. So we're in the new year and health and wellness is kind of at the top of everybody's mind right now, right? <laughs> yes, it like is. January, time to get our New Year's resolutions, get our year. <laughs> exactly. So as a wellness consultant, what would you say is the most important step to take to live a more healthy and balanced lifestyle? Oh, there's so many. I actually literally did a speech on this this morning. Nice. Um, I, I might even mind you. It was it was healthy aging and you know all that age and 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 stuff like that. Um, but one of the main things I don't think people understand because it's like I'll start tomorrow and the whole diet hamster wheel and all, all that things. And you see January first, the gym is like four thousand people, and by January fifteenth, it's like two. Right. So, right? And you know, and it's a mindset. There's a big First of all, diets are about deprivation. So the minute you say you can't have something, that's a problem because it's like anything. You can't have it. What do you want? You want the one thing you can't have. Number two, patience, because you're not going to lose 50 pounds in one month. So you have to patient, you know, your impatience is, you know, I want it now. That's never going to happen. 
But honestly, the mindset, because a lot of people ask me, what's the difference? Like, what do you know with isogenics? Like, what's the difference between you and whatever? And I always just said we were backed by science. And then Saturday, I was vending and somebody asked me this. And I said, well, we do one-on-one coaching. You get me. And he was like, oh, my God. And that guy, like, lost his mind about it. So having someone to talk to, an accountability person that you can speak to, because it's just about your relationship with food and and understanding what's going on and nobody's trying to cure anything at that point but you it's not i'm going to lose 50 pounds by x day i'm going to do this but you're not setting a goal it's a whole marathon it's a whole life and it's not oh my god i had cake and oh my god it's over it's none of that that's what i say mindset plays a huge role in this because you have to understand that it's not going to happen tomorrow that this is to you know wait people i know people on weight watches forever you know what I'm saying? Do what you need to do in terms of whatever it is right for you. But you're not looking at an end goal. You're looking at, I had a piece of cake. That's freaking awesome. The woman today, when I had, when I gave the speech, she, she works there. She teaches, you know, um, fitness and everything. She's huge, huge runner here on Staten Island. And she's like every day. I thought this was brilliant because I talk about balance and you can have your cake and eat it too. And I say, healthy is a lifestyle, not a lifestyle. She's like, every day I have like cupcake. She gives herself like a dessert, mm-hmm. something sweet every day. Oh. I was like, that's genius. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she eats healthy all throughout the day. And then it's, and then it's giving herself that one thing that she's craving and then that's it and done. So definitely a mindset is, is huge, huge, huge. That's where the personal development comes in. That's how it Yeah. And a lot of times people don't correlate like mindset and like right. how their bodies look. Right. And I love, I love that example of that woman because right now, um, you know, I have a four-year-old and so setting up healthy eating habits Mm -hmm. in life is kind of like something I'm constantly thinking about. And I know like one of the things that I keep reading is to take that power away from the food that we eat basically. And so like you serve the dessert with the food and so that it's not like these treats are so special and they have all this power. And right. so it's not I mean, like it's bad or good, right? Yeah. Like, why can't we do that as adults too? And like, how much better is that cupcake going to taste if you can enjoy it and not have the guilt that comes along with exactly. like, you saying like, oh, I ate a piece of cake. And then yeah. it's like, everything spirals and it's like, well, I might as well eat another piece of cake. Oh, I hate myself. Exactly. And yeah. It's down that, it's down that spiral of hate. And it's also when I, when I talk about mindset too, because it's like, again, our thoughts. So our thoughts, that's what I'm saying. When I say mindset, our thoughts play a role in this too, because it's like, I hate myself. I hate so much. And, oh, I have to, I, and it's a whole downward negative spiral. So mm-hmm. it's really like, okay, I had a piece of cake. Feel like, I, I, listen, we're December 21st. Every month, everybody on their planet is not eating till they're satisfied. We're all pigging out. Let's just be honest about this. Right, right. Okay. Including myself. Okay. <laughs> including me. But the thing is, I, I'm not hating myself for it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to enjoy it. I'm totally going to enjoy it. I enjoyed eating my latkes. And that's the thing. Don't feel bad about it because you know what? So what? Go crazy and then say, but set a date. Like that's what I did with smoking or not even set a date. You know what? I'm just make a decision. It's really a decision. You know what? I'm going to go crazy. And then, you know what? I'm going to be healthy and don't make an end goal. You know what? I'm just going to be healthy. I'm going to live. I'm going to figure out what I need to do. That's right for me. That's going to just, I'm going to be able to have my cake. I'm going to be able, I have my tools in my toolbox and I could just pull stuff out as needed. Yeah. I like that. Like I'm going to be healthy and that's, 
that's yeah. and a sentence, right? Like that's all you need to remember. I really like that. How did you get into the wellness space and what's like the most rewarding part about what you do? <laughs> I, I, uh, I was working out with people who were doing it actually. Nice. I quit smoking. I quit smoking and I was like, I need to do something. My, actually, my father died. That's when I started actually exercising. My father died 11 years ago. I was still smoking, um, but I needed to do something. I needed an outlet. So I started working out with my cousin who was doing Zumba. Long story short, um, one of the girls who taught the class, um, she got introduced to isogenics. So of course, like any good network marketer, she told everybody about it right. um, in the class. <laughs> That's just being honest. Yeah. And I said no for four years. I did. I, I, I said, I thought they were insane. But again, I, that's what I'm saying. I was totally skeptical, but I had gotten to like a rock bottom. I, I just couldn't, I couldn't function. And I literally was exhausted, constantly yelling and everything. So I was like, well, they're losing weight. They look good. They seem happy, weirdly, but okay. And so, I mean, yeah, I totally thought they drank some sort of weird Kool-Aid. I'm not even joking. Um, I was like, they're insane. And I watched them lose weight. I watched them earn the money. It wasn't like it was, you know, hearsay. But I had to get to a point where I was ready, willing, and able and open, which is hugely important also. And so I finally said yes. And um, within a week, I was like, whoa. It was like this. I, I didn't know. It wasn't about the weight loss, which, by the way, is awesome. But I felt like this fog lifted. It was crazy. I was like, wait, I can function and not be tired? Who knows? what and a concept so, <laughs> such a concept i mean seven years ago my kids were like 15 and well 21 minus seven i don't even know i don't, I, i'm not great at math so like maybe 15 and nine my kids were um or you know like 10 and and yeah something like that 10 and 15 and um that's what ended up happening so i was like wow this was insane and so that's how i got started in it and then that's how I fell in love with it. I worked in advertising. So, I mean, I wasn't even near healthy wellness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. um, and the best thing, my favorite part about what I do is the community. Two favorite things are the community. The Isotanks Network Marketing Community is just awesome. But also, I love when people are like, I can do something that I couldn't have done before. Mm. Whatever it is, they can function differently. Whatever it is, it is my favorite, favorite thing. It's not even about... The, the number on the scale because I hate the scale which I don't mean whatever but it's oh my god I feel like it's oh my god I, I can do this oh my god I ran with my kids and I couldn't run my kid before that is the coolest thing ever to me because it's about health and wellness is yeah. you know the money is awesome and great with what we do but that's not what we're here to talk about today honestly yeah. um it's really about that feeling that you get and then you want to tell people about it like you tell everybody else about it and that's where the money comes from. Right. Especially coming from you as a skeptic yourself. And so then to be able to, you know, you reap the reward of everything. Mm -hmm. And now you get to share that with people yep. and then watch them have these transformations. That's yep. got to be like a very empowering kind of feeling for you to come yes. from where you did to where mm -hmm. you see people end up. Yeah. And, and now, and now the, on the grander scale, it's being able to talk to you this morning. I did a speech, like I said, mm -hmm. here's somewhere that on is having the conversation about health and wellness and all this other stuff. To, like it's now it's more on a grander scale, right? You know, just sharing it with others, sharing my knowledge with others is also pretty cool. And, you know, having people be receptive to it is, it's really, really fun. It's really been something I had never anticipated. Quite yeah. Frankly. That's wonderful. I do have to touch on the scale thing 
because the scale all of you listening right now I know you're relating to this the scale is awful and sometimes I will be like you know what I'm feeling pretty toxic today I think I'm gonna weigh myself (laughs) right and it's I mean it's bad usually when I'm feeling the worst about myself is when I will weigh myself and that usually dictates the rest of my day there was a point years ago where my husband actually took the batteries out of my scale because I couldn't control myself and we didn't have a scale for a really long time now we have one and I like to use it like I said when I'm feeling toxic (laughs) check that weight and (laughs) go from there and by the way I admire the hell out of you for for telling everybody that by the way I just want to point that out your vulnerability was amazing um you're welcome but the scale also could just be used as a tool so mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be anything but you know i weigh this but also think about your muscle weighs more than fat like do the research on the scale because you know it's not just about weight loss per se like the numbers aren't moving um there's a lot of factors that are involved as mm-hmm. to why so it could just really be like a gauge um of something it's like we're starting a challenge in january you know so obviously we need so much weight because we're trying to do something with you know we're doing a, a it's a it's a it's a it's not even so much a weight loss challenge it's a health challenge actually mm-hmm. um but you know it to so to use it in that respect of well i was this weight but now i did this this and this so you're adding you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. and, and it's not oh my god i only lost half a pound how do you post feel how do you feel right i mean that that's you know don't be like oh my god i only weigh this much things this much and i posted a picture a few times about weight like I, I think the problem is also we associate skinny and it's there's a certain weight and like skinny is like 105 pounds, but it's not. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I posted a meme once that it was 130 pounds or whatever it was, and it was literally different shapes and sizes, but everybody was the same weight. So there's that to keep in mind also. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It for me it's a slippery slope and especially being postpartum right now and just like mm-hmm. I have to be so careful of my control with that scale and paying attention to, I don't know if you refer to them as like non-scale victories, that's how I've heard them referred to before and like really paying attention to those things versus Mm -hmm. what that number is because, yeah. And sometimes like in your case, you just birthed a child, like literally you birthed a human. Yes. Like legitimately. (laughs) So, you know, and you have a child also, aside from the one you just birthed. So it's like, you know, mom, and, and mom, you know, it, it's, we, we tend to be so hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And to your point, like the non-scale victory, looking at the positive, you know, bird of human, I'm functioning today. I ate today. Yes. Everybody's yes. still alive. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, I mean, that's a good one. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. Why do you think because we're talking a lot about like, it's more than just the number. It's more than just how you look. Like it really comes down to like, first you said mindset. And then with mindset under that umbrella of just overall health. So why do you think that that should be made a priority for all of us busy mom entrepreneurs out there, which I feel like it's kind of an obvious question, but we forget that so often. So please remind us on why this should be a priority. Okay. Raise your hand if you haven't eaten. Or you didn't eat breakfast today. That's how I used to be. Or raise your hand if you're doing for them and not for you. Right? right? Which is also how I used to be. So I was that person. I didn't eat properly. I, I skipped breakfast. I skipped meals, whatever it was. So why is health important? Um, because self-care isn't selfish. It's really not. 
the one of the reasons why I started too, and the one of the reasons why I was so incredibly overwhelmed and miserable before I started isogenics was because I was doing for everybody but me, mm-hmm. and I was last. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, once I started, and I said, you know what, this is the time so I'm going to work out. And you know, I started using the products, and I started feeling good. I made myself a priority. I was like, wait a minute. I was feeling amazing I was feeling great and I was able to do things still to this day run circles around a lot of people but I was feeling good about me Mm. so I was pouring my cup and I was able to fill everybody else's cup by taking care of me first health my you know what I'm feeding my mouth what I'm feeding my mind who I'm surrounding myself with Mm -hmm. all of those play a part and so with entrepreneurs especially now that I'm not working full-time Ironically, when I was working full time, I think I was better time blocking than I am right? now. In my life. But you know, we're we're so quick to be busy and do and that that and that's also you know I'm learning uh, not great. You take time to rest is hugely important, even if it's literally five minutes in your bathroom because you have small kids. So I understand that it's not necessarily they're maybe not napping at the same time or stuff like that. Like I remember that, like, you know, my kids are 40 years apart. Mm-hmm. So there was never a time where, you know, it was very few far in between where I had time to like, um, you know, they were both doing, they were both calm at the same time, if you will. So right. if it's five minutes going into the bathroom or something like that, it's hugely important because how do you feel at the end of the day? You're exhausted, you're tired, you're cranky, you're miserable. So that's why it's really important to be honest with yourself. Take a really good personal look at yourself, radical personal responsibility, and just say, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be healthy. But you know what? Also, it's about you're aging differently and everything like that. And then it's a good example. You know, it's a good example, especially if small kids. You know, showing that you know, it's not. You know, I'm 54, so I grew up in the culture of I eat apple jacks like it was going out of style. But this is good for you. This is bad. It was like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, mm-hmm. no, you can't, that kind of everything. And why can't it just be health? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be, you know, it used to be, you know, skinny, you look in the mirror, like, you know, the way it was portrayed in Victoria's Secret, the whole thing, the, the airbrushing and all that stuff. And why can it, it's, it really, to me, it's about health, period. It's about the feeling. It's, it, you know, losing weight is a proponent of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like healthy skin. It's all about that. So it's important for moms and entrepreneurs because how do you function? How do you function? You know, by three o'clock, are you sitting at your desk completely exhausted? I was when I was working full time. And before I started, I said, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter if it's entrepreneur or not. How are you like, you're you're, you're, we're moms. We have a lot going on. We're entrepreneurs. There's a lot going on in our heads. So we have to take care of ourselves and not, Screw the naysayers. Screw the people like you. you, No, no. You do what's right for you, period, in a sense. And that's why it's important. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Mic drop. I I love (laughs) that. And we forget that so often. And, you know, the part that you're talking about, like with the happiness piece too, one thing that I really struggle with when I'm not taking the time for myself to take care of myself and to be healthy in my mind and my body is resentment. I Mm -hmm. personally grow such big resentment for everything around me because I put everybody in front of me. 
And that makes you miserable. And you don't want to be resenting everybody in your house. Like these are the people you're stuck with. Like you can't be resenting them. And then you start resenting your job and you start resenting even yourself Mm -hmm. because you can't take those few minutes. And that kind of ties back to what we were saying at the very beginning about like the morning routine and even just Mm -hmm. getting your mind healthy. And you know, that Mm -hmm. 15 minutes that you take every day. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be like this grand. No like amount of time to just take care of yourself no it could be a podcast it could be a, it could be a book it could be you know a youtube video type in the word motivation whatever by the way that was a great point about resentment hugely amazing mm-hmm. point about that yeah but i struggle with that and you know uh i've been on like a mental health journey and like this you know mindset kind of awakening for a while now and i've been trying to really like pick out these things that really stand out to me that i struggle with and you know, also being a person who suffers with anxiety, which I talk about all the mm. time. I also have found that when I'm not taking care of my health, when it comes to what I'm putting mm-hmm. into my body and the exercise and all of that, my anxiety is yep. way, way worse off the charts. And it's crazy how these small shifts in what right. we do in our lives can have such huge impacts. A hundred percent. And to your point about the anxiety, if I may, which I didn't mention about my, even with my morning routine, uh, breath work. So, cause mm-hmm. you're talking about resentment, but you know, you're also anxiety and that thought made me think of stress and clearly, yeah. you know, listen, let's just be honest and call spade a spade the insanity. But one of the mm-hmm. ways to deal and one of the ways also just to take care of yourself is breath work. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I do alternate nostril breathing, but there's a whole, there's a whole, I actually have alarms throughout the day that go off on my phone that whatever I'm doing, I stop and I do my breath work. And that I have like sayings in them too. Genius. That is genius. Yeah. I've never. But that's not me. That was that's Tracy amazing. Lit. I can't even take credit. Tracy lit. No, my magic was. She, she, you know, she, that was her, that's all her doing. And it's, it's, it's because you, so many times throughout the day, we're like unconscious. Like we're just, you know what I mean? It's like routine. Mm-hmm. So we don't think about things. We're just doing, doing, doing. And the breath, all of a sudden the alarm goes off and, you know, it's like, oh my God, I have to breathe. And my whole family, yes. my whole family knows it too. It's like the funniest thing when my phone goes off, it's like, well, you got to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> well, and get them involved, right? Like, why not? Like, you want to breathe yeah. with me? Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I have to write that down and yeah. start doing that because that is awesome. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You're welcome. So, I know we're talking about health and wellness today, and that's kind of like the over overall topic of this episode, but I do want to give you the floor to share your journey with secondary infertility. You and I have talked a little bit about this inside of Boss Ladies and Babies headquarters, and your story was just really inspiring. And so since I have you on the show today, I did want to give you the platform to kind of share that story. Um, Well, I had had trouble getting pregnant with my daughter. So my kids are four and a half years apart. My daughter's 21. My son is 16. And it took me 11 months. I got pregnant with her naturally. I ended up getting pregnant with her naturally. I was going for, I went for the, I don't even know the name of the dye test. It was the histiobloogram. I forgot the name of it. But with her. And right after that is when I got pregnant with her. So I was like, I'll be the one, you know, who gets pregnant five seconds after I have the kid. So uh, I didn't, we didn't try immediately afterwards. And I was 32 when I had my daughter. So there's, there, that comes into play. 
mm-hmm. my advanced maternal age. Um, so I was 30. <laughs> um, so at 34, I we started trying again when I was 34, and and I did. I, I we it was insane. We and it turns it couldn't we couldn't pay me enough to get pregnant. It started at Clomid, and we worked our way up to in vitro because nothing was working and it was me it turns out it was me it's not me taking you know that's the truth we did all the testing and everything like that my son is actually my second in vitro attempt Mm -hmm. Uh, my first in vitro vitro didn't work um and uh, i couldn't give myself any of the shots and remember he's 16 so this is 17 years ago insurance was paying for a lot of it i didn't have a lot of -of out-of-pocket costs or anything like that so um our first in vitro didn't work. And at the time, a neighbor's daughter was had a, a teen, teenage pregnancy. So when my first in vitro didn't work, I, a neighbor's 17-year-old had a kid. Oh, wow. So that was a huge mind fuck. That was yeah. fun. But the whole journey, the whole infertility journey in and of itself is extremely polarizing. It was very lonely. My friend had given me a book called The Couple's Guide to Infertility. But that was about all that was. There wasn't a lot of resources, or I didn't really look either, if I'm being honest. But um, I mean, that, I was like, you know what? And he knew, my husband knew, like I was damn hell bent on having a second kid somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of, what are you doing? People who knew what we were doing, you already have a kid, what's wrong with you? So there was a lot of, um, I would say 50 50, good for you, 50%. You know what the hell's wrong with you? You already have a kid kind of a thing going on and so it was a lot it was there was a I couldn't give myself the shots I couldn't do any of that like he had to give me all of it but I was hell-bent I was like no I'm a very stubborn person mm-hmm. and so in the end um my son is my second in vitro so I have I have a kid from from in vitro but I don't think it's talked about enough right um infertility in vitro um, all of all of things. Now I know. Like I went to a health fair here in Staten Island, where I live, um, a few months ago, and there was a reproductive place there, and they're That's opening up. Yeah, they they were open. There was it was like this brand new place where people can come. Like they're doing exactly what wasn't around seventeen right. years ago. It's having a place for reproductive medicine, but people to talk to, and all that kind of stuff. Because there's a lot that goes into it um and he ended up being yeah he was i was i joked that i was implant he was implanted at first because he was breached and i ended up having to have a c-section so he's a pain in the ass for the word go (laughs) (laughs) i joke um but it was it was that's why my kids are so far apart in age my daughter's august of 01 and my son is january 06 and that's why but it was it was a long hard journey yeah to to her well, now in 2022 or 2023, when this episode comes out, I mean, we still aren't talking about it that much. And I, I, I mean, I feel fortunate that I haven't had to experience that, but I don't know very much about in vitro or infertility because it's not something that we have like a ton of resources for right. still. So 17 right. years ago, I can't even imagine, like you said, isolating, lonely, And people being like, what are you doing? Like, at least now I feel like people are more open-minded to, you know, why people would try to do this and like, what are you doing? You already have a kid. And yeah. And just like how hard it already probably would be to be like, okay, well, I already had a kid. Like, why is this happening? Why can't I do this again? Exactly. And the other part to that piece, which you just said, that was, I've got, when are you having another? 
because this is always the questions, right? When are you getting, you're dating someone forever today? When are you getting married? When are you having a kid? When are you ex? Yeah. And so I can't take credit for this answer, but I don't remember who gave me the answer, but when people would say, when are you having another kid? If they didn't know, because we didn't let everybody know what was going on. Right. So when somebody would be like, well, when are you and Jason having another kid? I'd be like, well, we're having fun trying. <laughs> and what are the people and are probably comes, like, what? <laughs> and people had just totally screwed up people's brains when I was like, we're having, they were just like, they had no idea what to say to it. But it was almost like, it was an obnoxious slash funny way of saying, a mind your business but b when you don't because you also don't want to tell everybody what's going on because i was also 36 so i was of advanced maternal age so there was all of that that came into play too and so there was just a lot and you don't you're going through it enough and while people care and it's lovely that they care and they want to call you and they want to ask you questions you don't want to answer them you just don't you know and i was lucky in the sense that i was working where I was working at the time and I had to leave earlier, I had to come in late, whatever it was, they didn't ask me questions. To their credit, they, you know what I mean? They knew what I had, they knew what I was doing, but if I wanted to talk about it, there was the space there. If I didn't, there wasn't. But yeah, it was, it was, (laughs) it was, it was in vitro in and of itself. You know, it's a whole, it's a whole different level. It's a whole, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. and it was my second kid. It wasn't like it was, you know. So it was interesting that I had one naturally, and yeah. you know, and he was in vitro and C section. So it was like it was like right. the whole the whole situation was different. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that story. I I think that you know the more that we can talk about this kind of stuff, it the mm-hmm. easier it is for somebody who's listening who is going through that and doesn't have yeah. you know as many resources as as they would like. So. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And, mm-hmm. and that's great that your son is here, even if he was paying him the ass from the beginning. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> okay, so we got to start kind of wrapping up here, but I love all the tips that you shared. I do want to ask you for one more tip. And we ask all of our guests this on the show. If you had one tip you could give us today for balancing business and motherhood, what would that tip be? Fun. Fun. Have fun. I I think, and I said this one too, we forget to have fun. Like tip, you know, all of it. Like it could be so whole, like, and dance. Laughter truly is the best medicine. First thing is like, honestly, I'm no doctor or anything, but like have freaking fun, man. Life isn't all peaches and rainbows. I get it. And fun could just be who you're spending time with. Fun could be watching a freaking blooper reel. It could be like laughing. It just, we, what could Tracy Liz says, what could, uh, where, where can I get like 10% more fun in this? We become adults, we become entrepreneurs, we become moms, and we forget to have fun. And the kid, you have, like, like I, I even see this, you know, I see so many people posting this. Somebody, a grand, grandmother posted, like, the wonder of a child. No, somebody I follow on isogenics. She's an isogenics, and she has small kids, and she's like the wonder of a child. And I was like, oh, my God, that is so true. Like, we forget to look at things through the wonder of a child. Mm. Like a small kid, you know what I'm saying? When they're looking at something for the first time and things like that yeah have freaking fun because you know it just life is messy and it's great and it's it's this it's all of the things and it's not that damn serious all the freaking time you know it just isn't it yeah. just stop and enjoy and i know i i know you're gonna get mad at me for saying this moms <laughs> enjoy it 
I prom because you know what? And I hate this saying, and I, as a parent, I do, but I'm going to say it anyway because I posted it last night when I was talking about this. Like, you know, my daughter's uh, graduating college, and she doesn't stay. She she lives in Delaware. Like that's her home now. That so home is not. But she came in for the weekend to celebrate Hanukkah, and I was taking pictures, and I said it last night, like they were just born. Like mm-hmm. I feel, even though in the moments that they were little, and I didn't think there was a way out all of a sudden my kids are 21 he's almost 17 years old and I'm like I don't understand how that even happened Mm. but it's like enjoying and just and just taking the time to really relish in it and I know how crazy that sounds especially when you have young kids but I promise you because now I'm like you know when we were laughing it was the best I just was in the moment grateful for all the laughter for all the insanity for all the ridiculousness have fun people my gosh my eyes are like welling up with tears because I'm like in that right now and so to hear you you know saying this it's so beautiful and just what a beautiful reminder literally nobody has ever answered this question with that answer to have fun (laughs) and I'm just like that is so relatable I Mm -hmm. I could count on one hand the amount of times that I've like laughed Mm -hmm. and had fun in the past you know two three weeks right right I mean to stop to get wrapped up in everything yep it really is and listen I also would like to point out that my son my in vitro child didn't sleep through the night for like nine months so Mm -hmm. I totally jokingly by the way don't get mad at me but totally understood why like animals eat their young so like Like I was on, I was on, a, oh, my, my breathing alarm just went off. Um, but I was totally on like a lot of sleep to bed. So I get it. Like, it's not, you know, like I didn't live through insanity. Right. But like, I really wish I knew that. You know what? Yeah. Make a freaking song. I mean, I wasn't sleeping, but still like, was yeah. it great? No, but if I made it a little bit more fun, it probably would have made it less miserable. Oh my gosh. So when we get off this call, I'm setting a reminder to breathe. And I think I'm going to set a reminder alarms in my phone to have fun throughout the day and force myself like okay we're gonna have a dance party we're gonna have a laugh attack we're gonna you know do something to just like make it happen because yeah dancing is great dancing I mean I do lie you know Mm -hmm. I I dance every well most of the time I haven't done a couple of Fridays but you know and honestly when you just put on a song music heals man music is just music is powerful tool and like when you put on the song and you're just dancing around and you're those four right yeah yeah she's right you're those four now come on she loves to dance we dance in the kitchen all the time just dancing around and just frolicking that's it there's your fun guys five minutes didn't cost nothing right done yeah yeah i love it oh my gosh i love it what a good reminder okay thank you goals breathing having fun (laughs) just focusing more on ourselves and overall health mental physical all of it all of it yep love it i love it superhumans we're we're very moms are very powerful humans we are we really are and i don't think we give ourselves enough credit nearly ever a hundred percent true and we need that's the other thing if i i know we have to wrap up but i also want to say something else to that point Yay, knees and gratitude is something I also do on a daily basis. Give yourself credit. Hi, you're functioning today. It's, you know, 
Like that's huge and just grateful and not even like a list of gratitude, but like, you know, what do you, you know, I'm grateful I'm on this podcast today because I'm able to talk to you and other wonderful human beings. Yeah. And we don't celebrate ourselves enough. We celebrate everybody else, but not ourselves. Mm. So it's also important to do that too. You know, that's yeah. a piece of all things, a piece of it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I really like your kind of overview perspective of health really just going all the way back down to mm-hmm. mental health and just yep. overall health stemming from there. And I, I think that oftentimes we separate that yep. too much. It's either like, I'm only focusing on mental health or I'm only focusing on losing weight. And we don't very often like look at the bigger no, picture. Sure. So I really, yeah. I really like that perspective for Thank sure. You. Before we let you go, I do have to ask you to share your hot mess moment. And so on the show, <laughs> All of us are living hot messes most of the time. And so this is kind of your chance to tell us about a time you've been a total hot mess. Oh my God, on a daily basis. Now, uh, Mike, listen, I, I could, I, you know, it's so funny. I can't think of just one boy. First of all, I didn't, I didn't legitimately, we got our son's Hanukkah present Sunday. He was getting a new phone. We got it Sunday. Nice. Sunday morning before we would seem to give Sunday afternoon. I am not lying to you people. Like last minute, but I my kids are twenty one and sixteen, so it's a daily hot mess in my life. Because if I say hi, it could be the wrong thing, <laughs> the wrong way. I said oh, hi, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's certain, you know what I mean? So like it's, it, I feel like I feel like some days I'm not even joking. Like I'm just in this line of fire, <laughs> like, in a constant line of fire with my kids, especially now, and just dealing with all of the the you know a kid graduating from college is you know i'm a hot mess i was i'll give you one actual example truthfully when she left monday so she came in for the weekend with her boyfriend for celebrating her she left monday morning and it felt very final because like i said she lives in delaware i don't get the kid who comes home from college during college break or you know for two months i don't get that and when she left monday morning i bowled my eyes out bowled my brains out um because it felt final yeah. Because, you know, I don't see her a lot um, at school and work and whatnot. And that was my, that was a huge, you know, my hot mess moment was boring my brains out because I'm not going to be able to see my kid for a little while. And then knowing that when she graduates in May, she's staying in Delaware. It's awesome and great. But as a parent, yeah. that's another podcast episode where we don't talk about where parent, you know, where you got to let go of the kids. <laughs> right. I want you to fly, but don't fly. Come back. Right. Don't fly too far. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm like so emotional today. You are making her just bring it out. Like, no, she's too far away from you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Yeah, oh okay. my goodness. This has been so fun. Oh my gosh. Thank you so Thank much you. for coming and sharing all of your tips and just having this conversation. I, I loved every second of it. Please tell people where they can find you, how they can support you, like share everything you have going on. I'd love to. Um, well, uh, let's see how you can find me. Uh, I'm on, I'm on Facebook and, and, and Instagram for the, the mostly. So uh, Facebook, it, my name is Karen, but it's spelled fun. Uh, so it's C-A-R-E-N and C-H-A-G-R-E-N Cooper, C-O-O-P-E-R, Karen Shagrin Cooper um, on Facebook and Karen Cooper 1123 on Instagram um is where you can find me um my website my isogenics website if you want to just look at it it's my name karen cooper so c-a-r-e-n-c-o-o-p-e-r dot isogenics.com 
And um, we have a lot of cool stuff coming up, actually starting next week after Christmas. Isogenics is giving ways to get paid. Um, new products, new plant-based products are coming out, which is really exciting. They, they, they're expanding their plant-based um, um, line. Um, our products are really, really fun and really awesome. And how you can support me, honestly, is if you know people looking to be healthy and to earn an extra income or you know, whatnot. I, referrals are always appreciated, if I'm being very honest. Um, and even if it's yourself, even if it's just a conversation, listen, I'm not that person. I'm not that network marketing person. It's like, you must join me. It's the best thing ever. It, it's awesome and it's wonderful, but I want to have a conversation with you. See if it's right. Maybe it's not right for you. And I'm not saying that, you know what I mean? It's, it's not right for everybody. Everybody has to do what's right for them in their own health journey. Um, in their own journey in life, period, end of sentence. So, you know, it's it's really about, I'm a firm believer in women supporting women, women collaborating with other women. So, you know, it's not, oh my God, you can't talk to her, she's going to sell you, she's going to, you know, whatever. You know, I don't just post about isogenics, all the things I talk about today. I'm very open as much as I can be on social media. I'm very vulnerable. I talk real. I'm from Brooklyn. I'm real. That's the way it is with me. And you know what? Watch me dance on Friday. So you want to have some fun? Like it's disco is not dead in my brain. Yes. Um, so <laughs> it's not. I I love disco. Um, so that that's just you know. Um, and I'd love to follow you if you follow me. Message me. You know, send me a thing. I heard you want to make this podcast. Oh my god, it was so great. And you know, I love to support you as well. So it's not a one way street, by the way. Um, you know, it's it's a two way street because if there's something I could support you with, I'd be more than happy to do that too, even if I don't know who you are. Because that's what I like to do. It's, it's I think because I do. I think it's important. So yeah. all of that is is what is what I'm about. Awesome, awesome. I love it so much, and I think it's very clear to everybody listening that you keep it real, and we love that around here. So please go give Karen a follow. I will drop all of the links in the show notes and reach out to her, have that conversation, and like she said, watch her dance on Fridays every Friday. Right? You go live. And yeah, it's, I've, I've 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 been slacking. And I actually got a message from someone. Can you please continue? <laughs> like I haven't seen them. Where have they been? Yes. You know, could you please? Can you please go back to them? And she's like, you picked good music. I'm like, I like you. Um. So yeah. So now I'm I'm going to um make sure. And I know how much joy it brings to others. Um. So yeah. So starting this Friday, I will um doing them again. Awesome. So if anything. Give her a follow so you can go watch her dance because it will brighten your day. And like she said, she picks good music. So that's awesome. All right. Well, thank you again so, so much. It was so awesome to chat with you. And until next time, you've got this, mamas. Stay bossy. Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback. Make sure you follow us on social at Boss Ladies and Babies. Join the conversation in our private Facebook group and check out everything we have to offer like community, coaching, merch, and more at bossladiesandbabies.com. And until next time, stay bossy.